My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app. So you missed something tonight on After Midnight with Granger Smith. No worries. We got you covered. Welcome to the After Midnight Podcast with Granger Smith. Could you use a story that'll make you smile? Granger's got some good news to share now. In Mullica Hill, New Jersey, a Christmas event was organized at a house decorated to resemble the setting from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with actor Chevy Chase in attendance for the lighting ceremony. The event, which included a screening of the iconic Christmas movie, was part of a charitable effort supporting George's House, a nonprofit helping children and families in need. Families took part in the activities like ice skating and meeting Santa and the Grinch, enjoying a festive experience. The event also supported a good cause, George's House, which works to ensure every child has a toy for Christmas and a home to celebrate in. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. Yeah, Granger, this is Todd. I'm rolling my semi through Ohio right now, listening to you on WCOL. Love listening to you. I love the music. Keep it up, man. You really keep us going out here. Thank you, Todd. Keep that greasy side down, brother. It's time for Earl Dibbles and Dumb Criminals on After Midnight. I'm Earl Dibbles Jr. I'm a country boy. I'm an honest boy, too, and crime don't pay. I got a story to prove it. Samantha Stevens, who claims she's a spiritual consultant, has been sentenced to federal prison for scamming a woman out of more than three million bucks by telling her she was a psychic and a fortune teller. Stevens convinced the victim that a curse had been placed on the victim and her family and that the only way to lift the curse was to perform rituals with large sums of money. The only rituals Stevens and her partner Michael Paul Guzman conducted with the money were buying vehicles, property, and gambling at old casinos. I'm not sure which one of them two is more dumb. Thanks for staying up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. Thanks for staying up with us. You're listening to After Midnight with Granger Smith. Remember when we were kids and we took the Christmas tree after we finished with it and you either took it down to the lake and put it in water or you took it to your buddy's little pond and you stuck it down there and you you tied some bricks around it and that became where the fish started spawning in the springtime here in a couple months. Well, these days, we don't see that as much. These days, you're seeing a lot more artificial trees around. I I, I ran across this article that's asking the question... (laughs) And it's funny, I don't know if anyone would ask this or not, but it says, real versus fake Christmas trees, which is more environmentally friendly? Now, this article says, being able to reuse artificial trees year after year is convenient, but it doesn't make them the most sustainable option. It's interesting. Like, you think about uh, 
cutting down trees and all the water and fertilizer it takes, you would think you just get a plastic one and it's done. You don't hurt the environment or if that's something you think about. But that's actually not the case. It turns out that maybe throwing those Christmas trees in the lake wasn't so bad after all, that there is a decline in real trees. Where do you stand on this? They say it takes about eight to 10 years to grow a tree at a Christmas tree farm that's ready to be harvested. And it just sits in your house for about a month and then you trash it. Is this something you've always done? Is this something you love to do? Uh, Where do you stand on the debate, artificial versus real? 866-607-8383. Hey, Granger, this is Jason in Ohio. About the Christmas tree thing, I always do a real tree, a live tree. Um, I take my granddaughters out with me. We just make it a family thing. We've been doing it, I don't know, for the last 11, 12 years or so. And I will keep doing it as long as my grandkids enjoy going out and cutting down the tree. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. Thanks for staying up with us. You're listening to After Midnight with Granger Smith. Ten years ago, our family tradition went from having a real tree, and at the end of Christmas season, we take that tree, once it's good and cured, you know, down to the lake and use it for fish bed, attracting, you know, crappie and bluegill and bass and whatnot. And we also have now, we're just doing the uh, artificial because it's a lot cleaner. It don't make near a mess. It's so much easier on the wife to clean up afterwards. And all I got to do is put it in a box and stick it in the attic for next year. And it's got all those pretty lights on it already. You can't beat that. I don't know. I kind of like the real tree, to be honest with you. I think I, I like the real pine. And to be completely honest with you, we don't have one in our house right now. We have an artificial. In fact, we've used it the last uh, five or six years. We've used the same artificial tree. It goes into our barn every year. Uh, we, we pull it out of the barn after Thanksgiving. We get the blower, the leaf blower, and, and knock some of the barn dust off of it. Stack the three parts together, put it in the corner of the living room, plug in the lights, boom. Ornaments go on it, and it's done. I gotta admit, the convenience of that is pretty nice. But I do miss waking up in the morning and smelling that pine. There's something about it. And the odd shape of a real tree. You know, they're not perfect. Some, some of them kind of lean a certain direction. How do you feel about this? We've been talking about this the last few shows, and I still want to hear your opinion on this. 866-607-8383. People tend to get fake trees because of the laziness. Simpler, less messy. You don't have to water it. You can organize presents easier around it. Simplify things. That's what it is, I believe. Thanks for staying up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. This one's going to leave you saying, yeah, that's weird. Welcome to Weird News here on After Midnight. Scientists at the University of California, San Francisco, studied 9- and 10-year-old children for two years and said they found a link between playing video games and the risk of developing obsessive-compulsive disorder. This is interesting. According to the results, every hour a child spends playing video games raises their risk of developing OCD by 13%. It's not just playing video games either. The study found an increase of 11% for every hour spent streaming videos on sites like YouTube. The researchers say that the kids in the study spent an average of 3 hours and 54 minutes looking at screens every day. But the researchers found no link between an increased risk of OCD and watching movies or playing on cell phones. You're waking up with Granger Smith. 
Danny calling from Mount Airy, North Carolina. Shout out to the great ladies I work with at Circle K on West Pine Street. Thank you, Danny. Appreciate you, brother. He loves talking about history, and he's even got the diploma to prove it. It's time for This Day in History on After Midnight with Granger Smith. On this day, December the 15th, 1791, the Bill of Rights is finally ratified. 1890, Chief Sitting Bull was killed by Indian police. 1925, Madison Square Garden officially opened with an NHL game. 1939, the movie Gone with the Wind premiered. 1955, Johnny Cash released Folsom Prison Blues. 1974, Catfish Hunter became MLB's first free agent. 1993, the movie Schindler's List opened in theaters. 2001, The Leaning Tower of Pisa reopened. 2011, the U.S. declared an end to the war in Iraq. Some famous birthdays include Emperor Nero and actor Don Johnson. Those are just a few things that went down on this day in history. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger Smith. I believe why people tip more during the holiday season is time of giving. I love giving back to people that don't have much. I was looking at this study, and we've been talking about this the last few shows, but it says millennials and Gen Z are most likely to tip and also be more likely to increase the amount of tip they put in this year, study shows. The article starts out like this. It says, for many, the holidays are the most wonderful time of the year, filled with Christmas lights, hot cocoa, and school recitals. Well, for others, though, this season can bring about the anxiety and stress of new bills needing to be paid. But something invariably happens to many people over the holidays, and that's an uptick in generosity in the form of tipping. It's interesting. It says, according to Bank Rates November 2023 Holiday Tipping Survey, 15% of Americans plan to tip more for services this holiday season compared to 13% who will tip less. That means that 44% plan to tip about the same amount this year as they did last year, even in the light of inflation and all higher cost of everything. Is that you? Does that resonate with you? Two people I'm talking to right now, I'm talking about to the tippers, and I'm talking about to the recipients of the tippers. To the tippers, is this something you resonate with? You, you go, yeah, 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 that's, that's me. I tip more during this season because my heart just bubbles with joy during this time of year and I want to give more money. And then to the recipients, to the service workers, do you kind of expect that? Is it like, yeah, I got some extra bills I need to pay at the end of the year, but, but I usually get more money? 866 607 8383. Let me know. Hey, Granger. This is John from St. Louis delivering newspapers. We only get tipped once a year, and that's during Christmas. And our customers go all out on us because, you know, we give them good service. I know I make a lot of tips because I have a lot of routes, but for the most part, I think that the tipping is nice because it shows their appreciation for our service that we get them all year round. And I'm grateful for everything that they do for me. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. Hey, Granger Smith. This is Cassie from Fairview, North Carolina. Listen to you on the way to work. I'm an early bird. I'm a deli manager at a golf gas station out here. And I love listening to your music. Thank you so much, Cassie. I appreciate you calling. Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger Smith. My husband is a door dasher does a lot of door dashing and at them 
and yesterday I was able to ride along with him for a little while, and a gentleman by the name of Zach handed him a $100 tip, and that was amazing. Um, me and my husband really needed it at this point in time for our kids for Christmas, and Zach, if you're listening, you are an angel in disguise. You have no clue how much that actually meant to us. And I just want to say thank you very, very much. Article I was talking about on the last break, talking about tipping this time of year. If the holiday season makes people tip more. And this article said that when talking about who it is that tip, it says younger generations are also much more likely to seek holiday tipping advice from friends, family, neighbors, or social media on the internet. And more than half of Gen Zers, 51%, and 47% of millennials plan to do so, meaning plan to tip more. So people are literally thinking, hey, this year I'm going to tip more, especially younger people. Is that something we're seeing? I know that listeners to this show, a lot of you work in the service industry, and you might be listening right now, and you might be thinking, nope, (laughs) I haven't seen anything like that. And maybe some of you are listening thinking, Actually, that kind of works out. It checks out. I'm getting more because of people's generosity at the end of the year for whatever reason. Let me hear from you. 866-607-8383. Someone who worked in the service industry for over a decade, my personal experience is tipping usually got worse around the holidays. Everybody was spending money on their family and everything. Still went out to eat, didn't have the extra tip as well as normal. Having said that, I try to tip better anytime, but especially around the holidays because I know it's it real bad. Thanks for staying up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. Thanks for sharing part of your Finally Friday here with me on After Midnight, y'all. Hey, before you take off and get your day started, let me remind you first, God is great and he's worthy of our praise. I'm Granger Smith coming to y'all from the Yee Farm in Central Texas. Thanks for hanging out. After Midnight with Granger Smith. Heard on more than 200 radio stations nationwide and all over the world on the free iHeartRadio app. Hit up aftermidnight.com to find a radio station near you and make sure and follow us on Instagram at After Midnight Granger Smith. Thanks for listening to the After Midnight Podcast. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yimby's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know, that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B.